As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My Seven Chakras, episode 102. Let me know you as God knows you. Let me love you as God loves you. The Seven Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body, from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My 7 Chakras, and now your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. What's up, Action Takers? AJ here, founder and host of My 7 Chakras, and I am excited to bring you another episode that is surely going to inspire, motivate, and take you closer to a human revolution. Now, before we begin today's episode, I want to remind you of an advice that almost every guest has shared so far. Remember, Action Takers, to breathe. It's such a simple thing, and if you think about it, if we don't breathe, we don't live. But the challenge is that most of us live a few seconds ahead of our current lives. So take this moment to jump back into the present moment. Maybe notice the shape of your phone, its design, and the cable that connects it to the earphones that you might be wearing right now. And gradually bring your consciousness up the earphone cable into your mind and take one deep breath. All right, before we jump into today's session, Action Takers, I want to also remind you that I've recently started a free email series called Action Letters, where I email you actionable wisdom, tips, and advice that I learn from the experts that I have on the show. Now, this stuff is something that I don't share anywhere else on the website. So if you really want to make that change, you can visit us at my7chakras.com slash 27 download. That's my7chakras.com slash 27 download. So go there, download your welcome gift and be prepared for your human revolution. And action takers, we have arrived at the moment you've been waiting for. I am super excited to bring you our featured guest for today, Amy Bryant. Amy, are you ready to inspire? 
Yes, I am. I'm raring to go. Wonderful. <laughs> Amy Bryant is an uplifter and a harmonizer, connecting with a life's purpose of being an emotional and spiritual healer. Cornell and Columbia University degrees led to a fulfilling social work career. Ricky Master, a minister and author, have broadened her experience, but being a mom and nana are her first. priority amy i've given our action tribe a short intro about you so take about 50 seconds to tell us a little bit more okay well i did not use those terms a harmonizer and uplifter as i was going through my life it, it's sort of like in retrospect because i've realized that there is a thread that has gone through all the different things i've done in my life all my different career pieces i have a strong grounding in spirituality which came from the upbringing that I had my fa- my parents were very strong in the spiritual aspects my path has been greatly influenced by growing up in a white suburb as a woman of color with multiracial background from Africa Europe the Caribbean and the United States so I draw from my multiethnic background to encourage harmony among all people Well thanks a lot for that wonderful intro and Amy if you've listened to any of our previous episodes you would know that we always begin an episode with a dose of inspiration with the help of some carefully crafted words sound like a plan certainly so what is your favorite inspirational quote and tell us how you apply this quote to your life my favorite quote is let me know you as god knows you let me love you as god loves you And this quote is actually what I have written on my business card. When I was a therapist, I used to understand my patients and to reflect their god selves back to them. So many of them came to me with negative images of themselves and they would tell me these terrible things about themselves and I would reflect back what I saw from their aura, from their true selves. I try to apply this in my everyday life to guard against negative judgment of other people although i was raised in a very loving environment it was in many ways a critical judgmental environment where we judged other people so i believe it is our job to love and it's god's job to do the judgment if there's going to be any wonderful let me know you as god knows you and let me love you as god loves you so action takers whether you know god as an entity the universe the infinite unlimited or any other way god knows you and god loves you so thanks a lot for sharing that quote and let's dive right in so amy what inspired you to write your book you can go home again i was inspired by to write that book because i was reflecting on my background i had been traveling to different parts of the world and i had gone back to the homes of the origin home to the island st croix and to africa to find my own heritage and i was just writing little bits and pieces and sharing it with my friends i had no intention of writing a book until somebody told me that he was writing a book and would help me put mine together if i would only just finish it so it was just something that evolved it wasn't even a plan originally wonderful so you mentioned that the book allowed you to reflect on your background as you were traveling around the world to these different places and each of these visits each, each of these locations as you wrote these essays down it reminded you of being back home is that correct exactly exactly that's what home was wonderful so for someone who's new to energy healing what exactly is reiki reiki the term reiki means 
focused direction of the key energy, which essentially means taking the chi, the life force, and focusing it on an individual or a situation for healing. So it uses, it works at the energetic level, but it works, it begins from energy, but it works to the physical and to the emotional and spiritual uh, aspects of another person. Wonderful. So for someone who's new to this space, someone who's new to energy healing, new to Reiki in particular, what really happens during a Reiki session. Could you describe it for us? Yes. Uh, first of all, it's important for the person to understand who's receiving Reiki mm-hmm. that the healer is not the individual. It's not me. I'm not the healer. The healer is coming, the healing is coming from spirit, however you describe it. And you described it so well before. Whether it's God, whether it is source energy, whether it's higher power, it's a force greater than the physical healer. When the person comes, they ask for what they want. A Reiki healer does not sit back and decide, well, this person has this, what's this and says wrong with them, and I'm going to fix it. You have to come with an idea of what it is you would like and to have a receptivity and willingness to let the flow of energy come into you. What we do, you know, it was interesting that you are so involved with the seven chakras because we work with the chakras mm-hmm. and we begin laying our hands on the person beginning uh, at the face. So we be, our hands begin at the uh, third eye chakra and then we move up to the crown chakra and then we move down the body on the front and on the back with our hands. And uh, when we, if there's a particular area that needs healing, after balancing the chakras by doing a full body scan, then we spend, pay our attention to the specific thing that is troubling the patient when they come to us. Wonderful. So Action Tribe, remember that when you are receiving a Reiki session, the healer, the person who's helping you, that's not where the healing energy comes from. The source energy, that's what's actually healing you. So it seems as if the healer is healing you through that source energy. The patient obviously has to have an idea of what he or she wants to heal or get healed and the patient has to allow. As you clearly mentioned, by allowing, by having that intention that you want to get healed, you can have that free stream of energy come to you and heal you and you feel much better you'll feel that warmth when you get a reiki session and you know automatically that the healing has started now amy you spoke about chakras and uh, we are listening to myself in chakras and uh, we don't speak about chakras in every session because what i believe strongly is that our energy centers are there and there are so many different practices so many different ideas and techniques that can positively transform and affect our chakras. Now, a few listeners have mentioned to me that the chakras sometimes come across as very esoteric, very abstract in terms of the information. So for someone who wants a basic level of understanding of what the chakras essentially are, what are the chakras? Uh, the chakras are basic energy centers in our body and they're, they're actually swirling energy centers Mm -hmm. and they're lined up from the top of the head down to what they call the root chakra at the base of your spine right and when you're in alignment they they're lining up in order but from from time to time a different part of your body can go out of balance and then the chakra goes out of balance in terms of using the chakras i find for my own practice can i tell you this part how it how it uh 
reflects uh, on Reiki. Would that be all right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. The healing and the knowledge comes to the healer through the root chakra, which is at the top of your head. Mm -hmm. If you're doing healing where you're laying on your hands on the person, the healing comes, the energy comes down to the heart chakra, and then it goes out down the shoulder, down the hand, down the arm to the hands, because the hands are an extension of the heart chakra. If I'm doing distant healing, I would use the third eye chakra in the center of the forehead mm -hmm. because a distant healing involves a psychic connection. So you're not touching the person, but you're reaching them at a physical difference, but in an energetic way so that you're connecting energetically. Wonderful. Thanks a lot for that explanation. And it's clear that uh, Reiki is really powerful, has many benefits. What has been the most powerful Reiki transformation that you've ever seen in someone? Oh, this was exciting for me because it was with my mother. Mm. I had gone to the hospital. My mother was 85 years old at the time, and I had gone to the hospital to visit her on a Friday. And I forget what she was in the hospital for, but it's this doctor who was not her doctor came into the room and he told her, your aneurysm has grown. Well, I didn't even know my mom had an aneurysm, but apparently there's, if you can have an aneurysm and it, it's fine unless it grows to a certain size and then it has to be taken out. So the doctor tells her, your aneurysm has grown and you're going to have to have surgery. My mother was 85. She'd had lots of surgery in the past and she didn't want surgery. So this doctor frowned at her, looked her straight in the face and said, if you don't have this surgery, you're going to die. And I, w I was just shocked. So I went home and I did distant Reiki on my mom because I wasn't going to do Reiki in the hospital because the hospital mm -hmm. did not uh, foster that kind of practice. So I went home the whole weekend doing Reiki, sending it to her, the energy to her, came back to the hospital on Monday afternoon. Her, her doctor had come back and her doctor redid the tests and said, the aneurysm has shrunk. You will not need surgery. My mother went on to live another six years till she was 91 years old. And when she died, it was totally unrelated to the aneurysm. Wow. So that was exciting for me because it was very personal, but very vividly true. The story is actually very similar to a couple of other stories that I've heard in the past where the Western approach in terms of doctors trying to have a surgery to cure something and they recommend it and when patients do not want to do that they have that frowning look on their face and then lo and behold someone uses an alternative approach like distant reiki like you did on your mom it shrunk and that's when the doctors are surprised they don't know what to say they don't know how to react isn't that right Yes, that's true. Usually they react <laughs> by saying, well, the tests were wrong the first time. They, have, they, have, they always give right. you a reason. <laughs> right. Now, now, let's take a few steps back. How did you first discover Reiki? I discovered it back at the time of the harmonic conversion, which was a time towards the end of the 20th century when uh, Western people were beginning to embody a little more of the Eastern way of looking at things, and energy healing was beginning to become a little bit more massively understood in Western culture. So I had a friend who had a cancer scare. Uh, she came to me and told me that she'd been told she probably has cancer, and she was very, very distraught. She was going to go for a second opinion, but she looked at me with this intense look in her eyes, and the, the look was saying, Amy, do something. Well, I was not into Reiki at the time. I, un I did know about visualization at the time. I had just learned about visualization. So what I did was I visualized her 
in her room with white light coming through her window and focused on her body. And I envisioned this for several days in a row. Then one evening I was driving home from work. It was um, five minutes to six. And this, I got this vision uh, in my head. I mean, I wasn't seeing things. I wasn't hallucinating. It was this vision in my head. And I heard the words, you don't have cancer. You never had cancer. The other doctor was wrong. That evening, I got a call from this friend. She had gone to her to the doctor. He had taken her early because she looked so distraught in the waiting room. And at five minutes to six, he said to her, you do not have cancer. You never did have cancer. The other doctor was wrong. The exact timing, the exact words from my vision came to pass. So then at another time, I, uh, something that happened to me, I, I had boiled some water and I poured it into a thermos and I turned my back for a quick second and I knocked the thermos over and, and all this boiling water poured, poured on me. And the only reason I realized I had it because I turned and looked and my, my hand was wet, but there was no pain and yet there was steam coming off my hand. And it should have been burnt and there should have been some redness or something, but there was nothing. So I went on to tell these two stories to a friend of mine who was a Reiki master. And she said to me, from those two stories, you're a natural healer. You should take Reiki. You should study Reiki. And that's how I got into it. Wonderful. You don't have cancer. You never did have cancer. And the doctor was wrong. I think those are really powerful phrases, powerful sentences. And I'm sure that your friend who was so scared, so worried and was very anxious about her cancer must have been so relieved when she found out that she actually did not have cancer and that they had made a mistake or that beautiful visualization that you did where the white light came streaming and healed her, that might have worked. Now, at this point, I'm sure that many of our listeners have this question on their minds. How do I go about learning Reiki. So what advice do you have? About learning it? Yeah. You can learn it from anybody who is has been trained as a Reiki master. Um, I guess in your own community, you can look the person, you can look people up or you can Google it. But uh, very often, there are holistic healing centers in your area that you can turn to that will know of a Reiki master who can teach you. Many of the health food stores have bulletin boards that have cards of people who are holistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are all kinds of like yoga centers and uh, holistic centers that know people. It's it's become much more prevalent than it used to be. Um, it used to be when uh, very, very few people were involved. But now I'm finding many, many more people are actually doing the teaching. I can teach it as well. Wonderful. So firstly, thank you for sharing those insights and the stories that you've shared so far. Before moving on, is there a simple and actionable health tip that you'd like to share with our listeners? My favorite health tip, and and you mentioned it yourself in the beginning, I think the most important thing a person can do is be mindful of their breath, because breath is the source of life. We Westerners have a tendency to do shallow chest breathing, and uh, it's important to take deep breaths starting from the base of the diaphragm and work your way upward. And it's helpful if you're sitting in an erect position doing this, and also if you have your eyes closed. Now, if you have your eyes closed and you take, say, three very, very deep breaths, then you can do a body scan, and you can start either from the top of your head and work downward or from the bottom of your feet and work upward and focus on a particular part, each part of your body as you're going. And when you reach a part that has distress or tension or pain, that would be a time to take a deep breath and 
focus and breathe into that spot because what you're doing, and then maybe do it two or three times, uh, what you're doing there is releasing energy, releasing negative energy from that part of your body. And very often it has an immediate physical effect. Um, I'm not saying that you that an untrained person should do this to cure something, but certainly to bring ease into the body. And then if you want to take it one step further, you can allow yourself to go into meditation from, from this concentration and just receive all kinds of wonderful inspiration from the universe. Well, thanks a lot for that powerful health tip. I'll have that up in the show notes. Action Tribe, to access the show notes for this episode, visit our website, my7chakras.com slash 102. That's my7chakras.com slash 102. Others can stop you temporarily. You are the only one who can do it permanently. And that's a powerful quote by Zig Ziglar. What stood out for me in this quote, Action Tribe, is the fact that you are the master of your own ship. While you don't have complete control on your surroundings, maybe your supervisor isn't supporting you, maybe your family doesn't think your dreams can come true, or maybe the bank isn't willing to lend you the money that you need for your business. Whatever the case may be, all these roadblocks are just temporary. At the end of the day, there is definitely a solution out there. So don't be the one who stops you permanently. So Amy, take us back to a time when you faced a major challenge. Talk to us about how you approached this obstacle and then how did you ultimately overcome it? Aditya, I faced my major life challenge in 2013 when mm-hmm. I came down with breast cancer. And my initial response to that was to be insulted I said, how could this be? I'm holistic. I I exercise. I eat properly. I'm a Reiki master. I am not supposed to have cancer. And I was really in quite a snit. And a friend of mine sent me the website of a holistic doctor in Connecticut who treated cancer patients. And she came down with cancer the same month I did. So I kind of got off my ego high horse and said, okay, this is just my turn. Let's see what happens. I was very fortunate uh, to come out of it very well. And at the time, I did, when I was going through chemo, I did visualizations, but I was still in a little bit of a snit, so I didn't do Reiki because I said, oh, I'm a Reiki master and it didn't work and I've got cancer anyway, blah, 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 blah. But when I, my treatment was done, I started my regular Reiki practice again. And before I was sick, people used to tell me, you know, Amy, when I look at you, you have a glow about you. There's this radiance about you. And when I was done with my uh, illness and started my Reiki again, they started telling me I was glowing again. I took a different attitude towards the cancer. I said, instead of chastising myself and saying I've done something wrong, I said, what good could come out of it? And what I found did happen was the purpose, if you will, of the cancer was not to tear me down, but for, for people to visualize the recovery. I have had many, many, many people telling me that I've been an inspiration to them just by watching my recovery process and watching how I came out of it and watching um, the full life that I'm living. I'm living as full a life as I was before. And I'm not a young woman, but I'm full of energy and not too bad looking for my age. <laughs> so looking back now, In just one sentence, what is that major life lesson that you'd like to share 
with our listeners? Well, the major life lesson that I learned from that experience was renewal. Renewal even as opposed to restoration because to restore kind of suggests that you go back to something from before. Renewal means you're moving forward. Um, there's a quotation that I like from Isaiah that says, do not remember the former things or consider the things of old. I'm about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? And the renewal was the major thing that um, I noticed. And the other thing that I find that has been very important for me is to understand we are con- we are always growing. I always thought that uh, when I reached retirement age, quote, retirement age, uh, that that meant I was fully grown, uh, had come to my perfection and, and just could coast through life. And <laughs> I was happy to find out that isn't so. We keep growing forever. Mm. We keep growing as long as we're, as long as we're on this earth. And when we stop growing, that's, some people stop growing prematurely and they leave this earth prematurely. But I think the idea of us constantly growing helps us to realize we don't have to be perfect. We can, there's always someplace else to, to move to. And when we do leave and go on to the next plane, there's lots of fun adventures over there too, as far as I'm concerned. Wonderful. Those are some words of wisdom, action takers. Uh, Amy, you learned that you had breast cancer and you were surprised because you were a healer. You were focused on health. You were focused on that holistic well-being. And then you asked yourself, how could this happen to you? But then you asked for help, you seeked some support, and when you were done with your illness, you started Reiki once again, people noticed that you were glowing once again, like just like before, but the cancer, it seemed, transformed your approach to life, and looking at how you came out of it, many other people were inspired as well. So, wonderful story, thanks a lot for inspiring us too. Action Tribe, as you head toward your transformation, you will come across many experiences, many people, and many things that you like, and some of which that you don't like. But remember, the medicine that tastes the worst is usually the best for you, right? The universe is an expert at enabling people to find their purpose. It's been doing this for thousands of years now, so learn to trust the signs and nudges that you get from the universe. And that's probably why Eckhart Tolle, the author of The Power of Now, once said, life will give you whatever experience is most helpful for the evolution of your consciousness. So, Amy, have you found your life's calling at this point in life? And if yes, what is your life's calling? Well, my life's calling is still to be an uplifter and a harmonizer. And I don't do it only with the Reiki. I'm doing it now Hmm. a great deal with my writing. I had written the book that you mentioned, but I also do a blog and I have a website. And the the, uh, theme of my website is uh, unity within diversity. As I said, I have always lived in areas that were not populated by my ethnic group for the most part and have had to spread and learn to harmonize with a lot of different people. And I'm finding that now my writing is one of the ways in which I'm spreading that whole idea. I'm getting, I'm reaching a lot of people who had had unloving views and unloving perspectives and are transforming their view based on some of the things that I've been writing. Um, Again, this is not coming from me. This is coming from spirit as far as I'm concerned. I call it all my writing, my dancing words, because I say I have words dancing in my head. And those words come somewhere from whoever, the creator, whomever, 
and then they come through me. They don't like originate in my brain. They come to me, mm-hmm. and then they're expressed. So looking back at life right now, was there ever a magical moment beyond which you were certain that things were about to change? Take us to that very moment. When things were about to change? Yes. Hmm. I think I knew when th- that things were about to change at, at that time when I mentioned when I first learned about Reiki because I didn't know that that there was the ability to work at other than the physical level. Um, it's interesting. You know, uh, I had a choice. I, re- I remember when I, you first contacted me to pick a date that I could, you know, meet with you. And this one particular day, I was going through my daily word, which is a, an inspirational piece that I read. And I happened to turn to August to April 30th, and it said, I tell you, the one who believes in me shall do the works I do, and in fact, greater works than these will they do, which came from John 14. And that harmonic conversion was, and the experience I had back then was very pivotal for me because I did not realize that we could influence things beyond the physical. Mm-hmm. That is really powerful. And I'm sure that the listeners listening to the show right now, whether they're listening to it in the month of May 2016, or whether they're listening to it in April 2017, 18 or 19, because as you know, uh, when you have digital things like a podcast or webinar, when it's stored online, uh, we tend to transcend time, right? So people can listen to it whenever they want to, but whenever they do, they can feel your energy and the fact that what you're saying is really profound. And with that, we have finally arrived at the last round of today's show, which is called the Wisdom Round. And it's a rapid fire round. So are you ready? Yes, certainly. Great. So what is the best advice that you've ever received? Uh, The best advice that I ever received was written, it was actually words written by Regina Bell. Mm -hmm. Go outside every day. Miracles are happening everywhere. No matter how you feel, get up, dress up, and show up. Great. So name a personal habit that keeps you strong. A personal habit that keeps me strong is starting my day in communion with with spirit. So I begin my day with the Reiki practice. I also begin my day in thanksgiving. I think gratitude is one of the best practices that anyone can have because you really understand the blessings that are coming your way. And of course, after I've done my spiritual practice, I go out and do something actually physical because you know, we have to balance it all. We can't just live in the spiritual world because we're right. We're grounded here on earth. We're here for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to take care of that physical part as well. So I start my day first in communion with spirit, with gratitude, with uh, sending out love and healing to uh, those who need it in my environment, and then going about to do something physical that will keep this body in good, in good physical health. Wonderful. So that actually answered my next question as well, which was your morning ritual. So I'm going to move on to the next question. What is the most powerful book you've ever read? Well, other than the Bible, which I find you know, very powerful. I think the the book, The Four Agreements, is one that registers with me. The Four Agreements with Don Miguel uh, Ruiz. Mm-hmm. And particularly because of his first agreement, be impeccable with your word. 
I agree with Maya Angelou, the poet, that words are things, and they can be used for love, they can be used for destruction, they can be used for healing, they can be used for creation. In the beginning was the word, so I think being impeccable with your word is an extremely important part of what we do on this earth. And so, for me, Ruiz's The Four Agreements is something that really resonates with me. Awesome. I'll add that to the show notes. Action Tribe, to access today's show notes visit my s-e-v-e-n-c-h-a-k-r-e-s dot com slash 102 that's my seven chakras dot com slash 102 so amy it was great having you on our show today before you go tell us one thing that you're really grateful for and tell us the best way we can find you one thing that i'm really grateful for is of course to be alive because i survived a wonderful <laughs> not such yeah. a wonderful illness i'm really grateful for being able to reinvent myself again. I had a whole lot of different di- different career aspects and to reinvent myself as an author and and to be able to use words in a way that inspire other people, that I'm very, very grateful for. And how can we find you online? amybryantauthor.com is my website. So there you go, action takers. If what we've discussed today has really resonated with you, if you need to know more about Reiki, about how to live life, about how to realize that no matter what ethnic background you have or which country you're from or which group you're from, we're all one. Uh, At the end of the day, we're coming from different directions, but we are moving to the same spot in the center. And if you need some more inspiration, then go to amybryantauthor.com. That's A-M-Y-B-R-Y-A-N-T-A-U-T-H-O-R.com. And we'll have that up in the show notes too. And Action Tribe, before we end today's session, don't forget to download your gift for listening to today's episode 27 of the most inspirational quotes shared on air on My 7 Chakras, a document that will be delivered straight to your inbox. To download your gift, visit my7chakras.com slash 27download. That's my7chakras.com slash 27download. So Amy, thank you so much for coming on our show. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) reminding us about the power of Reiki and taking us one step closer to a human revolution. It was awesome. Thank you. You were listening to My 7 Chakras. Go to mysevenchakras.com. Download your free gift, get inspired, and take action. Transform your life today. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.